This week, in the parish of bourses and market structure, NASDAQ results rock the week as DB1 has an outbreak of growth and SIBO buys a digital arm in Eris X, while in listings, backed SPAC a go go, and Nigeria's NGX is listed too. My name is Patrick L. Young. Welcome to the Bourse Business Weekly Digest. It's the Exchange Invest Weekly Podcast, episode 117. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. This is a very brief reduction of highlights amongst the key headlines from the week in market structure. All the analysis of the many events during the course of the past seven days can be found in Exchange Invest daily subscriber newsletter, the unique guide to the bourse business sent daily to your inbox. More details at exchangeinvest.com. NGX listed its stock on its own Nigerian bourse this week, while Indonesia's Commodity and Derivatives Exchange announced an intention to go carbon neutral while the Indonesian Stock Exchange pushed its members to educate potential investors. Effective 6th December 2021, the opening of the Moscow equity market has moved to 6.50am Moscow time. Russia's primary stock market will thus run for 17 hours every day. The LME, the London Metals Exchange, has asked its members to be prepared in case the European Union cuts off clearing access due to its ongoing Brexit tantrums. Metals clearing is one worry, but then again, is the EU really serious about the single currency suicide approach that can play out if it takes a protectionist move against euro clearing and clearing houses in the world's largest, most cosmopolitan financial centre? Your loyal correspondent, PLY, that's me, Patrick L. Young, reports with joy that thousands tuned in to Arawak X's inaugural Ecosystem Investor Conference in Nassau, where 100 socially distanced folks were joined by viewers of countless number. Into their thousands from around the Bahamas and indeed far beyond the archipelago across the world, it was an honour to be the morning keynote speaker while my brilliant wife, Beata Young, rocked the evening's session discussing women on it as the ladies sought to hack the future in diversity. Don't forget Wednesday evenings you can catch Beata's PhD Positivity Hacks Delivered coming to you on YouTube, Facebook and LinkedIn. Meanwhile back in the bourse world there was unfortunate news from Uganda this week where Alt-X, the first privately owned securities exchange, has clearly in frustration been driven to seek an investigation into the Capital Markets Authority. Thanks for listening to Exchange Invest Weekly. We welcome your feedback. You can contact me directly, patrick at derivativesvision.com, with any comments. Meanwhile, if you enjoyed this show, we would welcome you giving us a thumbs up, or if you have time, a positive review will always be welcome, wherever you find this podcast. In results news this week, NASDAQ. 
they reported a 17% increase in revenue for the third quarter 2021 compared to the prior year. Excellent news as Nasdaq impresses again and plaudits to Adina Friedman and her team. Meanwhile, there was an outbreak of growth at Deutsche Börse. Is the previously becalmed DB1 going to maintain this streak of revenue growth after they increased net revenue in Q3 through secular growth and M&A by some 18%? Interactive brokers, they had a more mixed quarter. Diluted earnings per share were at 43 US cents. For the quarter ended September the 30th, 2021, compared to 58 cents for the same period in 2020. At the same time, adjusted diluted earnings per share, they rocketed to 78 cents for this quarter, compared to 53 cents for the year ago quarter. Speaking of asset values, interesting to hear that investor in the parish of exchanges par excellence, Urbana Corporation their net asset value per share has reached a new all-time high, breaking through seven US dollars per share. There's only one daily news source for the business of bourses, Exchange Invest, the exchange of information. Exchange Invest publishes the daily digest of everything in the market structure industry around the world in a user-friendly email briefing format from Monday to Friday. With additional pith by former Exchange CEO and long-standing fintech pioneer Patrick L. Young, yes, that's me, Exchange Invest is the unique one-stop shop for the daily news in markets, market operators and related functions. Exchange Invest is available to subscribers at $200 per user per year or currency equivalent. You can get more details at exchangeinvest.com or email me, patrick at derivativesvision.com. It was a busy week for new markets in the parish of bourses. All the information was in Exchange Invest Daily, the newsletter no person can afford to be without in capital markets and market structure. For the sake of this podcast, let's look at some edited highlights. East African countries, they're looking to integrate their securities markets. Jeffrey Odundo, the CEO of the Nairobi Securities Exchange, has stated that Kenya, Uganda and Tanzania will soon be unveiling a digital platform linking the three securities markets. Meanwhile, in Zimbabwe, very exciting news there. The Victoria Falls Exchange, which started trading US dollar-denominated stocks just a few months back, they have exciting plans for a commodities exchange in partnership with Dubai's gold and commodity exchange DGCX. Watch this space. Similarly, a very busy news week for deals in the parish. All of those were in Exchange Invest Daily. For the sake of highlights, here is a brief resume of key deals this week. Silver Lake, they announced a strategic investment in Euroclear. They're buying the Intercontinental Exchange's 9.85% stake. It was flagged by ICE in the last quarterly call that the Euroclear stake was up for sale. ICE is therefore not going to be part of the great game of rationalising European clearing and settlement, but Silver Lake has a fascinating opportunity to be, well, either a spoiler of sorts or a kingmaker. Then again, ICE have sold out for 709 million euros, and we know that their first stake of 4.7% was purchased for a mere 275 million euros, 
so it's hardly stellar but far from a loss either. The five tiers of Belgian middle management doubtless sigh with relief in Euroclear towers as they avoid being rationalised into efficiency for just a while longer at least. Elsewhere, ICE had a busy week. They announced the completion of the merger between BACT and VPC Impact Acquisition Holdings. That SPAC stock promptly debuted on the New York Stock Exchange, having a troublesome first day, dropping 6% on the public trading debut. Elsewhere, the S&P IHS market merger looks to be inching its way towards completion at last. European Union regulators are suggesting that they are, at least in private conversation, close to agreeing the deal, while the UK Competition and Markets Authority, the CMA, said in public that they will clear S&P's merger with IHS market if competition concerns in certain commodity price assessments are addressed. SIBO, they've jumped in and acquired ErisX. They've entered the digital asset space with a spot derivatives and clearing platform. Very interesting move as SIBO adds a whole digital platform business to its multi-asset and increasingly global offering. Elsewhere, rumours of a deal. DFM, the Dubai Financial Market, ADX, the Abu Dhabi Exchange, and NASDAQ Dubai. Rumours abound more than a decade on from when it was first announced that DFM, ADX, and NASDAQ were merging in Dubai at least, the idea has been brought to life again between the Emirates, so that could be an interesting unification of Dubai financial market, Nasdaq Dubai and the Abu Dhabi exchange. Back in the Caribbean, Arawak exchange, whose conference, of course, Mr and Mrs Young were speaking at just last week, they've been awarded $400,000 in financing from the Bahamas Development Bank in a push to increase crowdfunding investment across the Bahamian economy. Great news altogether, and it was a pleasure to meet the Bahamian Development Bank just last week when we were in Nassau. Meanwhile, if you're looking for some reading, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget Victory or Death, blockchain cryptocurrency in the fintech world. My latest tome is in shops now, available via Ingram Publishing on Amazon.com. It's published by DV Books. Don't forget too, IPOVid will be back on Tuesday evening. We're going to be talking to Crypto Dad himself, the Honourable J. Christopher Giancarlo. He's going to be joining us on the day his book is officially published. So join us on Tuesday at 1pm Eastern, where we'll be talking with the Crypto Dad, the Honourable Christopher Giancarlo, the former chairman of the Commodity Futures Trading Commission in the USA. Speaking of regulators, Coinbase, fresh from a tussle with the Securities and Exchange Commission, they've called for the creation of a new US regulator to oversee digital assets. Probably difficult to see how the Biden administration, which is already struggling to raise the funding for its many other extra programs, is going to find the additional cost to manage to create a whole new regulator on top of the SEC, the CFTC, et al. In products news this week, a Euronext news. Their Borsa Italiana arm has launched a new MIB-ESG index, the index's methodology reflecting a ranking of the top 40 Italian-listed companies based on ESG criteria. 
Finally, the wait was over as well on the New York Stock Exchange. The first ever Bitcoin ETF debuted in what was described by the Economic Times of India, no less, as a landmark moment. In Hong Kong, the Hong Kong Futures Exchange Division of the Hong Kong Exchanges, their new China A Shares 50 Index Futures created bourse history with the best single-day launch in the history of the futures arm of the Hong Kong Exchanges Group. Nonetheless, they're still lagging the rival in Singapore, which has been trading a similar index for many years. Then again, nobody except the naive folks of the media surely expect a volume upheaval miracle on day one. In technology, the Pakistan Stock Exchange are set to launch their new trading system acquired from the Shenzhen Stock Exchange. And Promax, the new digital platform for commodities based in Hong Kong, trading through China. They've selected Xbury as their core matching engine for their digital marketplace for physical commodities. In the UK, Archax, the digital platform which is regulated with the UK FCA, have completed their first money raise using their own platform, deploying a DLA Piper compliance product. They garnered $1.5 million for the Archax Montis digital subsidiary run by Martin Watkins, which was announced a few weeks ago with the intention to create a full clearing and settlement structure for digital transaction regulated markets. Congratulations all round to the team at Archax and Montus. Exchange Invest is the daily must-read by the most influential figures operating the world's best markets. We invite you to join the exclusive group of Bourse bosses and other C-suite executives who make Exchange Invest the exchange of information their daily business intelligence guide to markets the world over. Exchange Invest is available to subscribers at $200 per user per year or currency equivalent. You can get more details at exchangeinvest.com or email me, patrick at derivativesvision.com. In crowdfunding, we have a new unicorn, Zopa, announced a £220 million funding round. That's essentially $300 million US dollars ahead of their upcoming IPO, and that falls in at a $1 billion valuation, making the P2P Lending and Savings Neobank the latest UK fintech unicorn. In regulation, Tether and Bitfinex, they fell foul of the CFTC and they're paying fines totaling $42.5 million for what one might sportingly describe as well, not so much breaking the buck as perhaps never even making it to the buck for their allegedly dollar-backed stablecoin. Elsewhere, the Bank of England have launched a first public CCP supervisory stress test. Interesting to see what the results are there. Charles Randall, the chairman of the FCA, will step down in spring 2022 ahead of his term ending. He's already asked the UK finance minister to find his replacement. Over at the London Stock Exchange Group, they've announced the appointment of Ivan Gilmore as the London Clearinghouse's head of cash equities. And finally this week in the jobs news, the CSCS board. That is the board of directors of the Central Securities Clearing System of Nigeria have renewed the contract of Mr. Haruna Jalo Waziri as the Managing Director, Chief Executive Officer. Jalo Waziri was previously Executive Director, Capital Markets at the Nigerian Stock Exchange, 
before moving over to the settlement engine. From the middle of Africa to the northern part of the continent, the Middle East no less, into the darkness, Lebanon's generator mafia warns it will switch the lights off, went the headline in the Daily Telegraph of London this week. And truly, Lebanon is on the brink. The currency collapse has ripped the economy asunder in a way where the economic depression terminology vastly understates the national lack of wealth. Hyperinflation is eating at the soul of the state and leaving its citizens with desperate choices. A gruesome entry from Big World, some 82% of all Lebanese residents can no longer afford at least one essential utility bill every month, according to the United Nations statistics. And on that mysterious and far from magnificent note, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Patrick L. Young, thanking you for listening to this episode 117 of the Exchange Invest Weekly podcast. I wish you a great week in blockchain, life and markets. This show relates to the business of bourses. It is not to be construed as investment advice, nor are we making any investment recommendations. Please consult an investment advisor before you make any investments, and for goodness sake, do your due diligence and do not make investments without complying with the regulations in your home state. Exchange Invest cannot be held responsible for any investment decisions made as a result of our program, which is for entertainment purposes only. The material herein is copyright Patrick L. Young at the date of publication, while our music and sound effects are sourced from copyright-free sources. Thanks for listening to Exchange Invest Weekly, the exchange of information.